So welcome once again to What's Arising. The subject of this particular episode, I want to talk about the light and dark of the know-it-all or knowing it all. What are the shadows around um, this culture of needing to know uh, things or needing to have all the knowledge? And I'm coming to this, and this is arising for me because of a, a few encounters recently with uh, know-it-alls. And what I'd like to do is take it back often to self and my own journey, especially if I'm triggered around something or frustrated around something that takes me out of self. So that's what I want to talk about. I think there's some interesting insights perhaps for you and me as I as I explore this particular journey into the know-it-all. And before I get started, I'll ring my bowl again uh, to just get myself present for sure and into the energy of, of um, this podcast and invite you into be present with it also. We live in such amazing times, don't we? Um, this explosion of knowledge and information in this so-called information age. Um, the vast amount of things that are at our fingertips through our, through our phones uh, and computers, through the internet. Ask any question of Google and you'll probably find the answers. There's just, just so much out there. And so much we're creating in the realm of, of um, knowledge and information and collection of data and, um, and all kinds of cre creativity within that too. Uh, it has expanded uh, our capacities uh, for healthcare in many ways. Um, uh, our economics is so much dependent on the information flow. Science has exploded into unknown realms. Um, there's so much understanding of this material world and also this uh, more and more understanding and information at our fingertips about the non-physical world. And recently, of course, we've got to this place of, of creating these AI systems, which, which is, is going to be explosive 
again in terms of us being able to know things to find information so this has all been a good thing and amazing but there are some shadow sides to uh, having all this information at our figure fingertips and some future possibilities I think in that also um, what tends to bug me about um, this world is and this this knowledge is within the information age we've almost got to this cult of experts this cult following of the experts and putting a lot of our power and praise into these people who are so-called experts and expert knowledge and we're marketed uh, the secret knowledge to this and that and education and everything else which is beautiful on one side but somehow we give we're giving up our empowerment our agency our owning and of our and our responsibility to the experts and we can blame the experts uh, if they don't get it right or whatever and scientific models and everything else which um, we we have this worship of knowledge rather than uh, a worship or a uh, reverence for wisdom and they're different in this information age in this cult of experts knowledge is of course power and also power over in the sense that people have power over you uh, or you have power over others if you have more knowledge and then we become accustomed to this as one of the shadows and you know power is money and money is power and knowledge is power and money so the more knowledge we have the more things we know chances are we will get a better job uh, than others uh, we'll be able to lead to tell others what to do and um, that can coax our pride and our self-importance and uh, make people lesser than us or on the other side better than us because they are smart and we are stupid or whatever in this information age and what we've got into now is also this um, <laughs> this sense of secret knowledge that some people have oh I have this secret knowledge and I'm gonna reveal it to you so this enticing through the marketing of the secret of this and the secret of that and uh, and this craving or wanting to know ah, I, I I want to be in the know of these things and I'll have more knowledge power money prestige all of those kinds of things the secret formulas and there's so much much is misinformation um, and disinformation too um, that's being spread uh, and it's hard to decipher what's true and what's not true in our quest for knowledge and truth and there's so much manipulation there censorship um, and dogma and a lot of its conditioning propaganda um, and we start to get we're starting to get so polarized into a lot of right wrong thinking aligning ourselves around these this information versus that information um, 
So it's get, getting quite confusing, this world of information. But again, amazing uh, step in human evolution to have such access to uh, information. One of the challenges of this is it's very much about satisfying the left brain. It's um, reductionist. It's material. It's mechanical knowledge. It's trying to mostly explore how things work from a parts and pieces from a left brain way of thinking. And I want to talk more about the right brain a little bit more in a minute. But first, I'll I'll tell you some of my own story around um, the know-it-all <laughs> and my own story around needing to be in the know and know-it-all. And I suspect I have lots of aspects of, of that still to uncover and uh, let go of and step into uh, the not knowing field um, and curiosity more. But when I was growing up, I had a uh, kind of a critical father on, if you know the Enneagram, I'm a, I, I used to be anyway, a, a one on the Enneagram if, when I did the, the tests. And that's critical father, fear of failure, making mistakes. And um, because of this criticism and wanting to make my dad proud, I needed to know it all. I need to needed to make him proud of me. Um, I w had a fear of not being good enough. Um, so that was great for me in lots of ways. I strived to have all the answers. I got straight A's in school and got lots of praise from teachers and things. Not my, from my father, but other people. And maybe behind the scenes, my father uh, loved me and thought I was smart and cared for me more. But I was never told that. So I was continually driving myself to get pride and acknowledgement from my father and again that was ultimately at that time good for me coming from the wound and the shadow and the fear of failure uh, because I got good grades I became the good boy I went to university I got a great job um, and that was based on what I knew and yeah all all good but at some point in our lives, the shadow which works for us, in the sense, the wound that which works for us, the striving to go out and heal the wound in the outer world becomes limiting and gets us stuck. Or life or the soul wants us to turn that around and examine the fears behind that and heal the wound. So at some point in my in my career with IBM I got to this place where this no longer fulfilled me to to know things to have the good job to have this sense of self-importance because I was had uh, a, you know a good job and knew things um, and and also in that time if I look at some of the challenges that I had after some awareness, um, I was quite opinionated and judgmental of others. I hated 
couldn't stand people in my workplace that were incompetent. Of course, that was projection because I feared incompetence, not knowing it all, not knowing the answers. It limited my capacity to learn because, you know, to go into a learning situation that that's brand new, you want to go in with uh, knowing and being comfortable with your incompetence and your your inability because you don't know things yet and you've never been taught. But I would not probably not even sign up for things or I'd feel very disturbed because I didn't know things. Um, if I felt very vulnerable because I should know things before I was even taught. It was it was insanity in in so many ways. So this. Um, yeah, made me close-minded in lots of ways. Um, it was hollow and not fulfilling. And I was not, in that sense, answering those inner questions that would also bubble up, like those deeper questions of who are you? Um, luckily, I had this other side of me that kept on pestering me. And that was like an inner inquiry that bubbled up like find out who you are and i also had this curiosity of the unknown um i love star trek in 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 and this was like uh the one of the questions with there or that one of the parts of the theme was go where no man has gone for before if i was in the um, middle ages or or the age of exploration later on I would have been on a ship uh, traveling the ocean to un, unknown lands in curiosity of what's out there in the, an explorer an adventurer and I so I had this part of me that that loved that and came alive when I traveled because I let go of what I thought I knew and started step into some sense of curiosity and even in university, although I took the some other uh, pretty solid subjects, I became interested in things like genetics because uh, there was so much not known about genetics. So those are the subjects I would have loved to gone back and study at that time because there was so much intrigue in that. And only later on did I realize that history, which was kind of factual uh, things that I you know, was already known and that didn't interest my curiosity explorer side. I came to know that history was is a mystery also because it was uh, written by the conquerors and uh, and not always true. So there was a mystery within history that uh, I started to have an appreciation for from that explorer side and that curiosity side. Well, that innate curiosity of human beings kind of drives and has been driving the the inquiry of finding out more through science through all of the expansion that we've been going on so this adventure this explorer this inquiry um, in looking for answers is a really positive side of our human psyche so um, absolutely nothing wrong with that but if we're in this left brain um, approach to it. Uh, it can land us in closed boxes, closed mindedness, closed heartedness into a worldview and, and that 
satisfies us. We we know things now. We are we become this know-it-all within our field of influence, and then we're unwilling to open up to other people's perspectives, viewpoints, um, ideas, and we get into this polarized uh, kind of place where we are in human society now, and. We think we need to fix the other person because they don't know what we know. And we need to teach them because they're wrong and we're right. We know it all. They don't. And I, for anybody, we, we're like one human organize, organism, uh, all of humanity with many, many cells. And none of us holds all of the truth we will find more truth by opening up to many different perspectives and learning how to drop our assumptions and our beliefs and our biases and more and more in this information age uh, we can go down these rabbit holes which follows our uh, biases and our assumptions and our belief systems which lock us in to even deeper opinions of and judgment of other people that are outside of our box and we become we fall uh, our own cult of experts and we become an expert and really closed and science had in many ways has become closed and and biased towards certain opinions and judgments and we now know the answers to this versus science at its base is this open inquiry uh, exploration and and okay for now we know this but what else and do, do we do we know it all is there another theory and it's it's goes deeper and more expansive and science in our world today like many things has become very materialistic so what about the spiritual side some scientists are very whole and more right brain and the genius comes from first coming from the whole right brain the heart and the spiritual sense of ourselves into the left brain the analytical uh, the um, sorting of the information and patterns and putting together and then coming back into the the wholeness of the right brain and the beauty of looking at it the world in a whole new way so this sense of curiosity this sense of inquiry uh, stepping into the mystery of life I think is is extremely important um, this quest into the unknown who am I who are we letting go of what we think we know this knowledge this conditioning forgiving ourselves from our, our mistakes and our fears and opening our hearts and mind to what's possible versus getting stuck in our worldview and our old problems um, so part of this is coming up from a, an encounter by some people recently which which bugged me and that they came from a know-it-all perspective <laughs> just like I suppose I did I used to and sometimes do you know, when I get into that, that situation I get very frustrated because I want to explore and dialogue um, what's what's real in the situation and I might start talking about something I get interrupted and an assumption is made and 
bang, they're telling me what they know uh, before they've even listened. So in my world more and more over the last few years, I've, I've really appreciated um, the capacity to dialogue and open our hearts and minds and sit in dropping those assumptions, um, listening deeply, and that's been a journey for me, and, um, and speaking and listening also from the inner voice, saying as I'm called to say something from that deeper knowledge. So instead of here coming from the intuition, inspiration, um, and I think there's much more opportunity when we can allow, let go of what we think we know and the conditioning, the dogma, the beliefs, the assumptions, and come from this place of curiosity in a, and, and intuition um, and insight. As I think if we're going to solve the world's problems that we've created based on the, the left brain knowledge and knowing um, and step into the curiosity and and inviting in insight, we'll get to some um, more expansion, which has really been our journey all along, is, is this energy of the child, this curiosity. Um, and, and when we come from this child energy, open to the unfolding, it's more creative, it's more playful. Uh, what I notice is lots of synchronicity. I'm surprised and delighted by what shows up in my world when I'm, I'm much more open versus got my blinders on and not in the sense of inquiry and curiosity about and wanting to know about others. Uh, but just stuck in my own worldview or um, encountering people that are stuck in their own worldview and trying to change them or them trying to change me rather than trying to understand. Uh, it's a much more enlivening place to be. Um, one of the sayings in the, in the Bible, uh, Matthew 18 verse 3 says, Unless you change and become like, like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. I think that speaks that childlike energy to, to play, to curiosity, to open heart and open mind, uh, this wide open place of learning uh, and exploration the adventure um, and letting being open to letting the insight of uh, just drop in so much possibilities in our world when we can connect to that child energy we I think we can have the opportunity as adults to connect to that child energy and then from that place go on this deeper exploration towards truth which is held more in the in the right brain in the wholeness view rather than the parts and pieces i believe that humanity is going through this great shift from left brain thinking to whole brain thinking um, and incorporating the right brain and leading with the right brain 
to the left brain, relieving from the, the feminine energy and the open, insightful energy of the feminine into the masculine. So the masculine following and supporting the feminine uh, energy rather than what's happened for a thousand years. We're moving into this age of insight, imagination, innovation, inspiration, and letting go of what we think we know and being comfortable and embracing uncertainty, just like the child um, has the, the courage to just jump into whatever experience is showing up in the moment, um, I think is our opportunity here. And our genius, I think, is in the power of formulating good questions. Because if we're formulating really open-ended, powerful questions, that entices the universe, spirit, intuition, however you think of that realm of God, to answer our questions and bring in that genius. And I, I think maybe AI, on the positive sense, could be part of this great shift as all the things that the left brain wants to know is at our fingertips and can be answered at our fingertips with AI. We don't maybe need to use our left brain as much to figure things out. So maybe it frees us up to more powerful questions. And yeah, maybe maybe we can shift to our inside quest, inside quest for knowledge, the 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 bigger questions of the universe versus trying to figure out the mechanical world, the material world. Ask questions of spirit, of deeper inquiry with each other, come into coherence with each other. Um, dropping this busyness of the left brain mind needing to do these things, dropping the self-importance of ego and need to know from an ego perspective and drop into presence, into being, and into uh, this, this wealth of, of knowing, um, opening up the knowing mind, the, the right brain, which is a sense of knowing without the facts and data and the information, just pure knowing, omniscience in a sense. Um, yeah, so that's my hope my prayer. I hope this was useful to your own exploration. And I invite you to look at your own journey and story around knowing, not knowing, being smart enough, um, rebellion against the experts, if that's, that's where you are, or your infatuations with people um, that know things or your disturbances of people out there um, 
around knowing, not knowing, not knowing enough, not good enough. Because many of those things, all those things, especially if there's an emotional charge, are, are like shadows, they're projections of ourself. And by turning that around and going inside with yourself or opening it up into inquiry with others that can sit with you and not tell you the answers, but inquire with you into the unknown. Um, I think in that place, there's, there's much expansion to be had in life. So thanks for listening. If you want to join me in inquiry into the shadow, into letting go of what you know or suspending what you know and think you know, your assumptions, beliefs, and playing in this area, there's a few ways you can do that. On a personal basis, you can uh, work with me in, um, in a coaching, mentoring, shadow uh, discovery sessions uh, where we can inquire into into what disturbs you where where there's a charge and see what drops in um, uh, it's more that's more about process than me giving you advice or telling you what to do it's not about about not about that it's allowing us to open to this childlike um, energy um, um, stepping into curiosity so that the um, what we need to know gets revealed to us and the other opportunity would be in my dialogues which you'll also find on the wisdomways.net site where together we will have we have inquiries into um, the in these insight cafes in leadership cafes on my elevatework.ca site um, there's leadership based um, dialogues into the questions of business and um, and um, anyway um, yeah if this uh, podcast was useful to you um, please share it with your friends and um, and all the best in what's arising in and through you take care